I feel like it's not. I, it's so. It's barely blipping now on the audio. I, it'll probably be fine. I'm probably just getting too. I mean, do you have a gain on there? Can you turn up the gain? Um, on it's probably gonna be on your mic. Is this it? That's playback speed, mic, recording volume. Uh, let's see. Yeah. That? Oh wait, is this the gain? Playback volume. No, it'll be fine because I think the last time I tried to do too much i was like pegging it out and then it got shitty but it, i much rather you i much rather have pegging than not enough so if you can move it, move the mic closer to you see what you get well it's at the edge of the table already and then so then you might have to move your laptop back yeah okay. test one two test one two yeah yeah. Is that better? You sound, you sound way more. You sound fuller for sure. Okay. Well, let's uh, actually, I could probably even. Oh, yes, I can. Uh, how's that sound? Excellent. Like, that's the fullest. Yeah. Okay. I, I, the, yeah, I think this is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what yeah. I, this is the waveform yeah. that I was hoping for. Yeah, when yeah, like yeah, when I recorded yeah. the podcast the other times, this is about yeah. With those waveforms were spiking way too low, I was like, I don't think so. You know, I'm kind of actually happy you said mentioned podcast because without context, oh yeah, you're real full. Moving in, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> without context, that would have been a very d- d- dirty conversation. Somebody would have walked in on us. <laughs> oh yeah, moving in, Gimo. It's way fuller now. This is the fullest I've ever seen you. <laughs> wow. Usually I'm quick on the on uh, the double meanings. That was that one went over my head. That's funny. It, it's I'm in podcast mode, so that's our cold opening. So now I have a cold opening. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Identity Booth, and you know what's up. I have a celebrity in the house, but you know, he's not really celebrity anymore, he's basically family, because he's been he's been to the mom's birthday party, he took me on his long ass walk for my birthday, calf muscles still hurting, but I'm always appreciative to have a good brother, family friend, you know, high school joints, you can't go wrong with them, and y'all been seeing a lot of my past recently, but we have Guillermo back in the house, the host of uh, Circuit of Life podcast, welcome, welcome, it's nice to have you. Hey, hero! Great to be here. How you doing? Oh man, we you know we living, we making it. Uh, waiting patiently. This this will be going out on your uh, on your platform. Why don't you give everybody where they can find you real quick? Oh, you know I'm everywhere now. Circuit of Life, you, wherever podcasts are found, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, pretty much just type it into Google and uh, it'll come up. But if it's on Spotify, you first you. You first stage, you first page, you first page found. Oh yeah, Circuit of Life. Look it up. <laughs> it's there. Trust me, you'll you'll find it. Circuit Excellent. of Life podcast. Excellent. It'll pop up. You ain't gonna struggle to find it. And I put all his information in the comment section below, so you guys can find that in the description. But you guys have seen uh, Guillermo. He's been on multiple podcasts with me and Eric. Now I think you're a contender for the most appearance on the podcast. No, as a guest. Um, as a guest. Well, I mean, I guess, but you're getting into statistics and now my math brain is going and I'm like, well, this is only my second, well, technically third if you count, but the one was a twofer. 
it was a two. I count. I count podcast by episode. Okay. So if I got. If I pulled you in for two, hey, I got you in for two. Yeah, two so, so we're, we're on three, which, I mean, doesn't set the bar that high. <laughs> I mean, well, there's only one person who's beating you right now. Eric? Uh, no, Eric. I mean, Eric was probably, I can consider Eric a general host. Okay, okay. But if I had to go with, like, guests coming in, like, I feel like if you make it to ten, you're, you're a co-host. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I think that's fair. That way I don't have to, like, delineate, like, your name. Because at that point, you already have a template. It's not like I'm typing your stuff anymore. I can literally pull it down from another episode. Right. So I just auto, I just preset it. But uh, I think the person who has the the most the most appearances without hitting 10 is probably going to be Jen. Jennifer? Was that, um, was she the one? Uh, it's that, the one you liked a lot that you yeah said that you you, you were like uh, serving her a bunch of drinks and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. Jen. So she has one more podcast left. I think she's done three on the channel. I still have one in one in uh, queue for her. Is that the? I remember you had another guest and you were promoting uh, some beauty care products of hers. Yeah, same one. Okay, same, okay. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. You're talking about Joy. Oh, okay. Different person. Joy Joy with the hair. Yeah. Actually, uh I, I used her oil to get my hair like this. Gear I'm gonna give you some behind the scenes stuff. Guillermo was here when I was uh prepping my hair like the supernova model I think I am. Uh it took me a long time to get like this, but Guillermo was not amused, so I had to hurry up expeditiously <laughs> to get the show going because he's supposed to be asleep. Um Yeah, so this, I, uh, I apologize if I if I seem kinda a little bit droopy at I am uh it's past my bedtime. <laughs> well, then let's go ahead and turn up the heat and get into t- what we're talking about. Uh, for the first episode, uh, we you were we were ranting and raving, and I was uh, we we were sort of as it wasn't me yelling at you, but I was definitely getting my voice was getting loud. So as I'm sitting in the backyard doing my shadow boxing and jump roping, my neighbors look at me like, "Wow, he's talking to himself about politics really intensely." That's why we don't. That's why we never introduced ourselves, honey. Look at this. So I said to myself, I stopped us mid conversation and said, you know, we need to get this in podcast format. Like, there's no reason why we're not talking about this in real time. This is this is this is quality content. But I kind of want to start off with uh, the the topic of this is like the value of content. Uh, I mean, the value of context and just how important it is for for you to understand and you know it's the purpose of the show i didn't even do a smooth run this is the identity booth i don't know if you guys know <laughs> <laughs> what are we listening uh, to <laughs> this is the identity booth we're looking for 300 followers uh 300 identifiers we're at 212 uh all that stuff's in the bottom you guys know what's up um but the the premise was sort of like me and you were talking about uh how you wanted, how you wanted to just you to yourself, you wanted to kind of just put on this hat and sort of to see what happens your day, and you, yeah, but not even that, you just wanted to live out your day, yeah, and then you had a reserved thought. So I'm gonna just ask you to just kind of give us the gist of what happened, like what, because you sent me these pictures and without context, without reading, I saw the picture first. I was like, what is going on? But then I read the read the comments and kind of became aware of what was going on. So tell us about this this like this inner monologue you had with yourself. Yeah, so I'll I'll give you full context. Uh, I'm just uh, cleaning up the house. Got a bunch of old clothes and just apparel that I don't wear anymore, and just trying to uh, declutter. And uh, it's actually honestly. 
Not not now. I feel like I'm a liar here, but I'm I'm wear baseball hats like probably ninety percent of the time. Actually, that's not a lie because the other times that I was on your podcast, I wasn't a baseball hat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, so I'm going through all the baseball hats. I have a lot, and there's a lot that I haven't worn in years. And as I'm picking and choosing, and I dug a whole bunch that that. Uh, so what I do for work, I sometimes get oily, greasy. Uh, work outdoors and uh so i i got a whole bunch of hats set aside that if they were a little bit older but still decent shape and whatever and i deemed them work hats and i'm going through them and i find uh i find an old uh uh it was pristine it was in a tote and but it was a bright red uh bright red baseball hat with white lettering um it was a from the the clothing company dickie's Free plug for you guys yeah whatever anyway hey, we're not sponsored no i know i know that's why i'm always just like man they ain't paying us but anywho i i, I used to uh i used to wear their wear their their pants and uh those like those jackets that look like the mechanic style jackets that always had like the name you know um and anywho i like i like the clothing company and um but i looked at the hat and i instantly thought i went oh my god i'm like at a quick glance, even as I'm flipping through, I'm like, this looks like a manga hat. And then and then I my gear started turning. And uh, oh so sorry, I don't know if that MAGA, um I sorry, I kinda Spanishized it there. Uh um <laughs> make the America America. America yeah, you, make America great all again. You acronym deficient people. Yeah. And um so I was like, wait, am I just gonna be like is, are people gonna just look at a red and white hat and instantly think oh that's a Trump hat and then I thought yeah possibly and then and then so like I put the hat away and then I kind of moved it out of the category and I was like do I even want to wear this hat anymore I'm like I just I don't want to deal with the back and forth I'm like to me it's just a hat but to a lot of other people it's so much more and I'm like it doesn't say make America great again it says Dickies it's just the, the apparel company or make work clothes and stuff. So I was like, I don't know. But I'm like, you know what? I was just like, it's a nice hat. I'm going to wear the hat. And I wore it to work. And sure as shit. Um, yeah, I got my coworkers and they went, is that a Make America Great Again hat? And then, they, you know, they come closer and they're like, oh, all right. And that was pretty much the end of it. And uh, we went on about our days. Uh, I went out and about, uh, driving around, doing doing my job. I do get a lot of windshield time. Stopped at a gas station. Uh, I went uh, ate ate at a restaurant with uh, with a coworker. Oh, so I was out in public, out and, and uh, no, I mean there was absolutely really nothing of mention. The the most reaction that I got was out of the coworkers, and they thought it was. They came and looked at it closer, seen that it wasn't, and they moved on with their day. But not then. Now to give you guys more context, here and I started, uh, and and I did was curious, kind of like from a social experiment, like, is this gonna be a potentially charged thing? And I said, like, I hope that it's not. But I, if somebody does approach, you know, maybe aggressively, I hope that they'll be open to at least have some dialogue or come closer and see that it's not, and then. It's like, well, what did you think it was? You know, and even if it's just a small check, because, I mean, you're pumping gas. How long do you, you know, you got places to go. <laughs> um, but but I, I, does that kind of give enough context, Hero? No, yeah, I, I think I think that gives context. But even as you were pushing forward and, 
how our dialogue started because I I didn't really see that that picture till uh, after work. I had a busy day today, so I ended up calling you a little bit later to talk about it. And the thing that kind of just struck me was, and I think like the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, yo, like people, like one people are when they, when if when their political uh, affiliation is pressed on a conflict level they they cower out very quickly and it, it's it points to a larger picture for me but we also know that there are these uh extremists on both sides more preferably on the right and and with people kind of taking the abuse that has been going on in the world it's not far-fetched to believe that someone lo- lost their loved one to a right-wing radicalist uh movement and whether you're a supporter of Trump or not, this hat has become synonymous with people who who embody a mucky part of America right now. And and it's not speaking to their nature, it's speaking to the hat's nature. That hat has been idolized and iconicized in history in these predicaments where the kid was sitting on uh at the in front of the Native American with the smug look on his face to the people who are walking around without wearing masks right now to uh, the the couple who harassed the young black family at the picnic at the 11 year olds at a five year olds birthday party slurring with racial slurs and playing uh, Sweet Home Alabama with the hat on. So the hat does whether it's not necessarily the person, but the hat itself symbolizes something dangerous and people can take that as a threat, as psychotic as that is putting you in a situation where, you know, if you did have to retaliate, if this person did come into you at a charge way in my mind, I know you're, you're, you're a gun owner, but you're holding your gun. So you never have to use it. But the, the six sadistic, thought I had in my mind is God forbid somebody rushes you and you have to put this person down off of a whim of a, this was just a social experiment. And you know, there was that part of me that was like, you know, don't, don't rock the boat. <laughs> you Don't rock the boat. And you have a, you have friends, you have family, you have people you care about, and you have a lot of big things happening for you in the near future. So you don't want to jeopardize that with anything that could remove you from the picture. No. But like upon, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, no I, I absolutely agree with you. And um, I, I, I had a, I had a conversation uh, with my brother about about the same subject matter. And uh, it, it's interesting to me. I started really thinking about just um, you know symbols, uh, clothing, be it, be it a logo, uh, you know what, even you know you helped me create the logo for a circuit of life, so that represents something. So. We give uh, power to symbols, and you know I have this red and white hat, and that's become the thing. You know that that's that it's this politically charged symbol that stands for these things that you just said. But but I did begin to think of I had I had a I had an experience in high school where by sheer happenstance I accidentally dressed like full T. Um, in the colors of a prominent gang in the area where I went to school in. And it was one of my friends that called me out on it and says, Hey man, 
why are you dressed like that? You know you're like you're repping uh, you're repping such and such gang's color. And I looked down at, at, at my clothes and I went, oh shit. And and all I was trying to do was just color coordinate my outfit. I say the gangs take all the good colors. It sucks, right? I mean, <laughs> here I am, right? <laughs> so, so do I gotta put this shirt away? Or <laughs> no, no. I, 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 as long as you don't get too much white or black, or black in that shirt, you'll you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> but like, and you're absolutely right. Uh, not giving symbols power, but but like you said, a, a conscious person. If you ran into me. I would ask you about your hat. If you ran into Pookie and them, they gonna tell you to get off their block, and then you have a conversation, uh, uh, confrontation at that point. So it's it's really about people and how they choose to uh, express their affiliation, which then led us to another conversation um, about like just the sheer reactions. So. I don't know if you had something you wanted to throw else, something else you wanted to throw in there, but did you, you're, were you surprised by the reaction and should I say the, the, so much as the no reaction? Like, uh, some people have pegged you based on your, based on their own preconceived notions. Like, oh, he was, we knew Guillermo was a Republican. So this, this is right up his alley. And then there was someone like, dang, I thought he was Democrat. So then when people started confronting you, were their reactions what you thought it would be? Um, well, I mean, truth be told, I really don't know if they peg me as Democrat or Republican. Um, whenever any issues that could be considered, you know, political come up, uh, I think I end up having opinions uh, on both sides. So... At, at face value, I don't think they could say like, "Oh, for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, Guillermo, Guillermo's a Democrat," or "Without a shadow of a doubt, Guillermo's a Republican." You just said, you know, I'm a firearm owner, and yes, uh, you know, I, I I believe in that, and um, you know, I believe in the right to carry and in the Second Amendment, but I'm also a first generation, uh, a first generation born here in the U.S. of Mexican immigrants, and I believe in comprehensive immigration reform. So just making those two statements that, you know, the one is classically identified with the left and one is classically identified with the right. Well, then then I always, and I always present that as my classic example. Well, you tell me, what am I now? See, and this is an interesting experience because I can only I, I, I know you well enough to identify uh, little niches and quirks that you have. So for me. It was easy for me to peg you as a Republican, not because I believe, and this dives into a deeper conversation we'll be having on another episode, not because I, not because I find you to be fascist or racist, but because you're a conservative person. You live a very conservative life. So if you had things, and more so, not necessarily, you would lean right of things, but you would vote down the, you would vote down the middle or pick third party to your benefit. But that's just something I inherently would put on you based on what I know about you. It's easy for people to identify me. I say it out loud. I say it very easily. Like, I pick left. But, like, moving, like, into, like, the what, what was expected or did you gain 
what did you gain from like this experiment? Like you got this information, you have your key points, you have your interactions. Now you have these results, these data points. So what did you make of it? Did, did this hat affect you? No, honestly, not, not a whole lot. I really, um, when I, when I put it on and when I, when I had the thought that people might, you know, at a quick glance, see it and think that it says make America great again. And that it's, you know, it's the Trump hat, you know, I knew that it wasn't, and I just went. And the lettering uh, absolutely is pretty small, so you have to get, um, uh, you have to get like fa- fairly close. Um, like I probably couldn't read it without my glasses. Um, but so it's one of those things where you might go, and then you take a few steps, and you're like, "Oh, the diggy set," you know, and then you quickly just move on with your life. So I, maybe I thought that it was going to be made more of a thing or that you know or maybe i have my you know misconception that people are like chomping at the bit you know to jump on people that are wearing the hat you know i don't know because i can i can kind of see it either way is are people's eyesight just way better than mine and they can read it because i mean here you know i do wear glasses so it's like can they read it and they go oh no it's not a it's not that hat or there's actually like there's actually like a a super interesting uh interaction that happened at a restaurant that i was at uh where it was in a i was in dc at the time so it was a pretty liberal part of dc and this couple comes in and the male is wearing a make america great hat this was back in 2019 2018 um and at first there was no like you know he was getting looks but this was also a part of town where, you know, there was a big uh, uh, immigration center nearby where a lot of like donors come to help with immigration and lawyers. And, you know, you just you just know some big wig in there said something. And the restaurant owner came out and asked that fa- that the, that people that group to leave. And to and to my knowledge, at that time, I knew that uh chapter chapter nine uh discrimination laws don't protect political affiliation you can be discriminated against based on your political affiliation so there was a part of me that felt kind of mucky about that like uh, i mean this guy wasn't doing anything but uh just the like it'd it be the equivalent to like i and this is an extreme equivalent but this would be like uh, somebody wearing I'm pro-life to uh to an abortion clinic like it, it's like but doesn't we, that we happen already it. I mean it <laughs> does but like but like in that same notion those people are asked to be re- removed too like you're not a patient here you don't, you don't oh want to, right right, right. so it's like they'll come and say like and that's why they have armed guards now in front of these clinics because it's like are you being seen today and it's like no i just i don't feel well okay this is the er for you to go to you can't come to this clinic well it's a it's a public clinic sir are, are, are you gonna do this here so it's one of those situations so i I mean, I'm overall. I mean, I'm happy. Nothing happy. I'm happy you didn't run into a, you know some six ten. Uh, uh, I love my country type person, and <laughs> and and I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you get away with this. But uh, I, me personally, I'd probably hold off on wearing the hat again. I think 
<laughs> I think it's better safe than sorry. But I mean, that's just my opinion. Unless there's something you want to throw on that fire. Now, do we? Uh, so by that token, do we have to uh, rule out like the uh, Los Angeles Angels and St. Louis Cardinals? Like, are we all red and white hats are just off now? I feel like hats because once again, signals are easily identifiable. The fact that people had to get within six feet of you to identify what that was could be a problem. No, for but sure, if, for sure. But if someone, if you show me the Angels logo, even if it's blurred out and pixelated, I can put it together like, oh, that's the, that's the, the Angels logo. But if you blurred out that Dicky hat, I would, I, I wouldn't be wrong for saying it's a MAGA hat. So, like, I, and I'm definitely biased just because I'm like a baseball hat aficionado. So I'm sitting there looking at like the the cut of the hat, the way I'm just like, no, I was like, cause. They're shaped way different. I was like, I like the more rounded one, but now I'm getting into just like semantics of just the you know the cut of the baseball head. So I don't think, yeah, I'm uh, definitely. So I guess like on the final note for this, uh, me personally, I don't like wearing. Um, and this is probably this isn't this is this is me personally because I do wear shirts that are kind of politically charged. Arba. Got me a super nice shirt that I can't wait to wear when I am allowed to go outside. That sort of just says, uh, it's basically it's on the back of it says, uh, there is no need to have a debate about if white supremacy is wrong or not. It's wrong and we need to end it, period. And it's just, it's a it's a politically charged shirt and some, and a racist could find that offensive and they're allowed to. It's, this is what the country has come to. But like, from your perspective, are, is wearing political messages for you something you're okay with um i mean it's something that i'm okay with but i i the the part that i'm struggling with honestly is is yeah you know i saw the hat and i thought this could be mistaken for a make america great again hat but at the same time it's one of those things where i i feel more strongly of but it's not it's a Dickies hat, and I like the hat, and I should be able to wear the hat unmolested. Fair enough. So we're both in agreement there. I, it, I'm always, I'm never. If someone's wearing a swastika and white power shirt, I'm just not gonna mess with that person. I'm just not gonna give that person my right. Energy. Right. If if this, uh, uh, I'd like to say, as, as long as this person is minding his own business cool but the moment his business starts to infringe on my business then we got beat no for sure and and even but just like it's i'm i'm defending my hat because it's a dickie's hat you know and that's no for sure as oh but you know what i mean it's well this looked like this you know it's like well if you don't have full context things can look one way and then upon further inspection you go oh i guess i jumped to conclusions and for what it's worth, we never want to do that here on the Identity Booth. That's why we constantly try to identify with each other as we constantly try to identify with the world. And we now have context about what to do when people are wearing politically charged statements on their person. And that is to mind your goddamn business. It's a very now, simple... <laughs> I want to... Yeah, for sure. Um, what... I feel there's so many things that have become politicized where 
there's like there's no pockets of society or very little where everything somehow gets tied into politics and with some partisan affiliation and i'm like so for me like uh you know i'm big into motorsports and but let's say you know could that have any potential like oh well you like to race cars so then you must you know insert blank yeah but then but that's where and that's where i kind of like have to like kind of eyeball somebody yeah because let's say like if if someone says for example bubba wallace who was considered to be a super controversial in the nascar world because of his situation so i'm honestly super ignorant on that i like i know that there was some something that happened with bubba wallace i didn't even know that he was a race car driver like I admittedly, I don't follow NASCAR that closely. When so, I say I'm into motorsports, I like to participate in them, not watch them. <laughs> so I, I'm of the opposite leg. I enjoy watching NASCAR. I really enjoy like watching NASCAR when it's in season. Um, but I was boycotting it because they hadn't removed the, the Confederate flags from all their stadiums. So now that they've done that, uh, after the Bubba Wallace incident, it was basically uh, somebody jerry rigged a door to open and close or to open with a noose and it wasn't anyone from Bubba Wallace's uh team it was actually facility people who found it but it was in Bubba Wallace's stall that was assigned to him this was completely random so he wouldn't have known that it was there it was just jerry-rigged for it and the team before the last time a race took place there the, the noose was still there and no one from the team noticed it once again it it did but then it then became the question of if the team before didn't notice it how, why did they notice it now so it became like this thing like oh Bubba Wallace planted this to get notoriety and then the FBI did an investigation and they came back and confirmed that oh no a noose was there it wasn't planted and it was made, mostly brought there prior to anyone's knowledge of it ever being there but like the backlash he got from it because a lot of the racers stood with him it was sort of like wait so there was never any explanation as to how it actually got there so the footage scrubbed went back to 2016 uh-huh. and at that point they couldn't dictate if it was if if it was if it happened in 2016 nobody nobody did that with the intention of knowing that in the f- 4 years from now Bubba Wallace would be a prominent uh driver so basically it's a noose but it wasn't put there for racial purposes it was just the way that someone decided to tie a knot ah uh, okay I could, I could definitely see that. Even, um, yeah, I definitely. So for for the type of work I do, I wrap like lots of different test leads, ba- long wires and cables and stuff. And yeah, you could wrap an extension cord, and some could some could say that it could be construed in the shape of a noose. And yeah, it's it, yeah, okay, it's, I'm with you. It's yeah. So like it. It was a moment of notoriety and people, a lot of drivers stood up and right immediately after they decided to come out and say, we're going to take down all the Confederate flags. But sure enough, you know, a bunch of people who who were wearing MAGA hats were outside protesting with the Confederate flag saying that this is our history. And it was like, I don't know if that's something you want to say. Out oh, about. OK. No, I mean, you, but that's so you come in. This is our history, but what is it that you're you come in? You so you're defending the noose, like yeah, like like exactly, like you picked such a bad time, yeah, to say that, yeah. It's just it's just mindless self indulgence, and once you start talking to these people, it just becomes like no, 
If me and this person were running next to a bear, normally I would try and make sure we both survive. But I would guarantee my survival by kicking you in the kneecap. Because, like, I just don't think people like that are doing anything to help our the com the the progression of humanity mm-hmm. to be so stuck in your ways is sort of like kind of saying but i i feel like we're gonna deep dive into that in the next video so for this video it's a tight 34 minutes because i roll like that oh wow <laughs> yeah we get it get more we get it in but if they want to know where this is going to be posted in case you know they want to hear your side of the story without my without my rude interjections. Where where can they find you, man? Yeah, no. Well, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a crappy conversation without two people. So I mean, hey, it, you're allowed to edit my voice with whoever the fuck you want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you can find it at the Circuit of Life podcast. Uh, it's on Spotify, on Anchor, Google Play, Google Music. Um, Google keeps changing what they're calling it, but one of the yeah, it's just, the Googs, um, <laughs> the Googs. But I'll put all those links down in the comment section below. But for the rest of you guys, uh, we're on this super duper mission trying to get to 300 subscribers. There's a part of my life right now that I'm soul searching, and this part of me that says I want to do this full time, but I can't do that until I get to a thousand subscribers. So if you're watching this, and I got a great stat. 57% of you guys are subscribed to the channel watching this. So that's great. It, would, it used to be like only 23% of y'all. So keep liking, keep sharing, keep identifying with me as I identify with you guys. You can, oh, Eric does this, so he's much better at it. But you guys can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, uh, definitely not Player FM, Google Play. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a slight jab at you. We are uh, on Periscope on Twitter. We're on Twitch. We also are on Facebook Live. Uh, we'll be streaming live at least once a week. That is my commitment to you guys so that you guys can constantly uh, get something going. And also look out for next Tuesday or ev- the following Tuesday. We'll be posting our, our money podcast with me and my younger brother. So uh, look out for that. Uh, you know. You know how it goes, guys. We're always going to constantly try to identify with you guys to identify with us. We're trying to bring you that good content. Show your support. It's absolutely free. And you want to be able to say that you helped someone from the bottom up. So, you know, get on a roll. Help us out. And uh, put on your mask. Take care of yourself. And, uh, Irmo, I'll see you in the next episode. We'll see you soon. All right. Excellent, excellent.